Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Family Mission Podcast. Your host, the Spellman That's family, right. Mark, myself, Samuel, and Daniel. We're so glad um, that you've joined us today. That's right. And praise the Lord. Welcome to the table. That's right. Pull up a chair, easy chair, hard chair, just pull up a chair. Just pull up a chair and join us. And we do really appreciate you joining us today. Um, We know that there's a lot of podcasts out there. We know that there's a lot of time takers out there. And so we're just honored that you've chosen to sit down at the table with us today in this discussion. And we believe that the Holy Spirit is going to help bring us all into some truth. Amen. We've been kind of focusing on the Family Mission podcast about the agape Advantage. Well, the word advantage to begin with, Mm -hmm. and then the agape advantage and what that looks like. And really, we encourage you, if you haven't listened to those podcasts, check them out. Go re-listen to or listen uh, for the first time to those podcasts because we believe that they'll really focus you on the year, this year, and Mm -hmm. really what the advantage on the inside of you is as well as um, the agape love of God that's inside of you. And, you know, the word agape is the word uh, in the Bible that means the God kind of love, divine love. Um, It's the kind of love that would make God send his son to die for us. And it's the kind of love that led Jesus every day that he lived and guided his heart. And when he said, I only do what I see my father do, and I only say what I hear my father say, it that's really just, just means he would do it what love would do. There you go, Dan. Come on. Just so simply what do. love would do. Amen. And that's really what it all boils down to. What would love do? What would love say? But there's an aspect of love that we're going to focus on for a few weeks, and that is the fact that love protects. Oh. There is a protection that love offers, and there's no greater place to study the protection of the Lord than in Psalm 91. Oh, great so, place. So great family, place. let's just get to Psalm 91 and And first, in the time we live in 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 our world, in our homes, I mean, in our marriages with our kids, mm-hmm. it's a great time to really know the protective love of God. Amen. And see this from that angle. So we're going to as a family, we're just going to read Psalm 91 to you. And so if you have a Bible, open it up. If you don't, just listen on, but here is Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings shall you find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you, No plague come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands, they will bear you up, 
least you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the otter, the young lions and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he knows and understands my name. He has personal knowledge of my mercy, my love, and my kindness. He trusts and he relies on me, knowing that I will never forsake him. No, never. He shall call upon me and I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) That's... Come on now. (laughs) Sounds like the audience is happy, too. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that is the agape advantage, is the fact that love, God's love, is a protective love, and he wants to protect us. But I love how the psalm starts out, so let's just kind of dig into this a little bit here today. Um, I'm reading in the Amplified, and it says in verse 1, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about the protection of love, um, there there is a promise here that no matter what comes against us, no foe can withstand it. No foe can stand between us and our God. And so when we trust him and we trust that love, then we're trusting the Almighty, the Omnipotent One. Well, and I love how it says here in the Amplified that same, you know, looking at, at verse 1 as well, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable. Mm, that's good. So when we're in that secret place of the Most High, we remain stable. Stable. There is stability there. Amen. There, you're not, and and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. It goes on to say, so we're not we're not easily moved. Amen. We're not tossed with the wind. You know, we're mm-hmm. we're stable. We're fixed. Yeah. Another word we could use: we're anchored. Yes. You know. We're anchored, and so when storms come, and storms come to all of us, when storms come, we have an anchor, which you know we have, of course, in His presence. We're anchored in His love. We're anchored in His protection. We're anchored in the fact that His word over us is, I will protect you, I will defend you, and I will be your rear guard. Amen? Amen. I think it's, um, I think it's really interesting to see the dynamic where, you know, this covering this protection um it's it's a it's a good thing because i know especially living in america you know there's a lot of opinions about what the government should or shouldn't do mm-hmm. you know and whenever we view authority typically i think when people think of authority the first place they go to is the government police you know there's some sort of that's the authority figures mm-hmm. that we in western culture that's that's who we look to typically we don't have a king right you know we can't when we're relating, well, who's the king of America? We don't really have a king. You know, we have a president. He's a part of the government. There's Congress. There's So because of that different dynamic Supreme Court, you look at those things, and that's where people go. And because of all the flaws mm-hmm. that you so often have seen because you're dealing with people, 
Mm-hmm. You know, you're not dealing with all perfect people, but you're dealing with people that are flesh, and sometimes that flesh wins. <laughs> you know, so when you're dealing with that, how we relate to authority when we see this in the Lord, where we say He's our covering, He's our protection, mm-hmm. He's first. You read the Ten Commandments, have no other God before me. He who dwells or lives remains in the shelter of the Most High, will abide or live in the shadow of the Almighty. That means you're under Him. Yeah. You know, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. Mm-hmm. You know, for Him to be our refuge and our fortress means He's got the authority in our life. Yeah. Even you know? the, you know, you mentioned the police, you know, back in the day, um, on the side of a police car, you used to be able to see, and there's still some counties and cities where I've seen it as we've traveled, but you used to see these two things that was their mission and mandate as police, and it was to serve and protect, right? <laughs> so Protect. You know, serve and protect. And so sometimes you might have to go back to Mayberry to see something like that, but you know, <laughs> it is a reality that that was what authority was for. It was to serve and to protect. Mm-hmm. And so it's just amazing what we can enter into when we realize that love is about serving. Jesus said, I didn't come yes. to be served, but I came to serve. To serve, and then of course, my goodness, he really offered protection for us, didn't he? I mean, think about where our life would have been had he not intervened. Yeah, because I mean, that is um, that is very important, though, not to just leave out the serving part. Mm-hmm. You have to if if you don't serve, you don't have authority. So serving and protecting. That that's why those are together. Yeah, is they're they're part of the same thing. Yeah, and that you you have to serve and to be able to protect. Amen. And so, anyway, because there will be a laying down of yourself, like it says in John fifteen. Exactly. You know, no greater love has any man than this that he lay down his life. What's that? To serve. That's to serve. Lay down his life for his friends, and so that is an expression of love. When we love people and we're willing to protect, and this is why, you know, things that begin to unwind relationships is when we no longer protect relationships and we expose people and, you know, gossip becomes. Talk talk about that a little bit. I think that's really good what you're saying. Well, I think that's where relationships and families, even marriages begin, can begin to break down is we no longer live to protect the other person, you know, a spouse, you know, my number one job as a husband is to protect my wife. And, and so I thought it's to be, you know, provide. Well, yeah, but that's one of the things I provide is protection. It's one of the most important things I provide for my home, my family, especially my spouse is that I offer protection. Yeah. And that protection is not just the physical protection, but that's Mm. emotional. That's even the spiritual protection as a husband you know, you are the authority of the home the way God structured it. it w- whenever Adam ate the fruit is whenever sin entered in. Mm-hmm. You know, Eve ate the fruit, and there was still protection on her life because it wasn't until Adam did it that mm-hmm. then the Lord came and visited because there was that covering. He was protecting her. Amen. You know, they could have worked. There were, could, we could have a whole different human experience, <laughs> you know, had that dynamic been different. But you think about that. There's that protection, and love does that. And so that's why the enemy is always going to try to get us to gossip. Mm-hmm. He's always going to try to get us to chit chat, mm-hmm. talk about it, say you know, say a little, you know, and social media has become a weapon oh, that the enemy my uses. Goodness. You know, he's like, "Well, you you can share, you know, what are your th- you open up social media, mm-hmm. share your thoughts. What are you feeling? What do you think?" Mm-hmm. You know, and just those little questions, yeah. you know, placed outside of context of relationship of a of a situation. 
Well, and I think let's go back to the very foundation of this in in verse one. He who dwells in the secret place, mm. the secret place is intimacy. Yeah. It's relational. And in in what you're talking about, when agape love, true agape love is in practice, it's based on intimacy and relationship. And when that intimacy and that relationship then choose to serve yeah. and protect one another, That's good. it's a totally different dynamic. Yeah. And so we ha- we have to make yeah. sure that when we're looking at this, we're seeing it from a perspective of that position of relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know, he who dwells in the secret place. What's the secret place? Mm. I mean, you think about even, let's just pr- practically, you know, break it down. The secret place, a secret place for a husband and wife should be their bedroom. That's right. And that secret place, and we could go into a hundred different directions right now with this, and we won't because we're running kind of on an empty time time zone right now. But um, we're in overtime. We're in overtime. We're so, um, so we'll kind of wrap this up. But you know, it's it is something that when we dwell in that place, that position of intimacy, and that from that place comes. The servanthood from that place comes the protection. Yeah. Then, I mean, that's it's rooted in that relationship. You know, whenever you're you're with someone and you're serving them, it's because you're in contact with them. You're in in a in a relationship with them. You can't serve somebody you don't know about. I can't be serving. You know. You know, John Doe, who mm-hmm. lives in Colorado right now. I'm not in Colorado, and I don't know Mr. John Doe. Mm-hmm. How can I serve him? How can I even, but it's through that relationship aspect. I love that you brought that up because that agape love is relational. Yeah. You know, it's rooted, it's rooted in relationships. So for you to really get into the depth of the serving and protecting and that real godly love, there has to be the relationship dynamic. It's not just, you know, willy nilly, will anybody. It's mm-hmm. no, the very specific. And see, that's why, you know, even when you read in the Old Testament, there was a specific line between God's people and the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. It didn't mean, you know, necessarily like, well, they're just better. Well, okay, no, this people is in covenant. Mm-hmm. Because of their relationship, they now have the protection, which gives them that better advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, again, because we're talking about the advantage. We're talking about the love of God, what we have in Christ, that advantage we have. And I think just kind of a final thought as we wrap up here today is that, you know, this will actually unravel maybe what could be a confusing thing when you read, like from Genesis to Revelation, <laughs> especially in the Old Testament. You'll see God uh, being very fierce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Things get real intense in several Old Testament passages, and we think, oh my goodness, is this the same God of the New Testament who's love? Well, yeah, but this is a side of love. Love protects what it creates. Love protects what and who it loves. And so sometimes if you just look at it through that perspective, and this is what we want to just kind of seed your heart with today. We're is that, just starting. <laughs> yeah, the love is protective. And so when you look at all that God did, even in those fierce judgments and where you see his indignation being poured out on the enemies of Israel or the enemies of God, it wasn't about those people being bad, but he was protecting 
what he loved and was what he was in covenant commitment to. And so he's got that covenant commitment to you and I through Jesus Christ. And so just know that we're on the good side of love. We're on the that's good right. side of that protection. And we never want to be on the other side. because no, that's, don't. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the side you don't want to be on. But when you're in faith in Jesus Christ and he is your Lord and he is your Savior, then you're on the side of love where Psalm 91 is an encouragement to your heart, knowing that he's going to protect you. He's going to defend you. All those angels are going to be active in your life. And so we hope we've maybe just stirred a few thoughts in your heart as you go through your week, talk with your spouse, talk with your family about this agape advantage, particularly the advantage of God's protection. Thanks for joining us again today. Until next time on the Family Mission Podcast.